Today's going to be a great episode and terrific we've got, episode. We, we've got to make mention of the fact that this is our 10th episode. Come on. Come big on. number 10. Come on, big Are 10. you mad? Who's the number 10 for United? Right now, Marks Rashford. Just had a good game, so listen, I'm happy with the lunch. I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. I'll take but, it. Yeah. Right, moving on to the annihilation that we witnessed on Friday night. <laughs> Leicester, absolutely yeah. battered. Absolutely. If you actually keep it, yeah. they're, paying, they're paying four players the max. No one yeah. else is playing. Uh, actually, you know what? I think... Philly are paying four players a match actually. But four players a match, you know how much that is? That's what yeah. you have no depth. No depth. Eyes on the ball. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> it's eyes on the ball. We here, we back again. Your favorite boys, Darren and Daniel, Boogie Dan and Daz, as they as they say on the streets. Um you we, come straight out of the blocks there, pal. <laughs> straight out of the blocks, man. But today's going to be a great episode. And terrific we've got, episode. We, we've got to make mention of the fact that this is our 10th episode. Come on. Come big on. number 10. Come on, big Are 10. Are you mad? Who's the number 10 for United? Right now, Marks Rashford. Just had a good game, so listen, I'm happy with the lunch. I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. I'll take but it. Yeah, man, the Big Ten, man. I'm so happy the fact that we built this thing off the ground and now like we're on the tenth episode and we're just like very we're just happy getting started, yeah. bro. Yeah. Big landmark, big moment for us. Uh yeah. appreciate all, all the people tuning in that have been along for the ride. And uh yeah, man, it's obviously gonna be a long term thing, so we're just looking forward to what the future holds and grateful uh, for where we're at at the moment. Yeah, man. We're just trying to take this thing and be very consistent. Consistency is the key, man. To all the other people that are trying to build podcasts, man, consistency is the key. And that's what everyone struggles with, providing quality content, but also up-to-date content. Like, try and be consistent with your thing and Trust you'll definitely succeed. Trust me. But, um... Yeah, to get into to the specifics of what we're doing today, we're going to be covering a number of, of things that have happened in the sports world. Um, should we go into them now or just wait till we get into the bulk of the... So we don't want to give them too much, but basically it's like it's like flash flashpoints, incidents. There's been so much things yeah. that have happened this weekend. Numerous incidents. Yeah, so many things that have happened this weekend. So basically what we want to do is go through each of them, give our thoughts and opinions on it, and then obviously leave it to you, the public, to then take us take us or comment on the social media in it yeah and just give their thoughts in general you know yeah man fam let's get let's get into it man let's get into it Not yeah, man, let's, time. Get, let's get into the meat of episode number 10 now you're mad all right the meat of today's discussion i think there's no better place to start than Mr. Granite Shaka of Switzerland, the Switzerland, the, the, the Switzerland Federation, <laughs> Switzerland Federation Arsenal Football Club. Um, Granite Shaka, man. I mean, I mean, do we need to? Yeah, let's describe for for those who don't know what's happened, and I'll be very surprised if you don't know. Granite Shaka basically was jeered off, or the 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 boos were sarcastic initially for Emery. That's what I gathered. And it's because he was making a positive substitution for the first time. 
Obviously, Arsenal fans would say that. But then Shaka was walking off and then people started booing him. And apparently this was the second game. So he got booed in the Sheffield United game and now he was getting getting booed again. And obviously his reaction was like very surprising. He started cupping his ears. He told the fans to F off. And it was just not a good sight to see. On the floor. Yeah, it was just not a good sight to see. So um, just... Like, what is your take on the situation, big man? Um, I've had numerous conversations with numerous people regarding it, and I I, I like to have a, uh, a wide range of perspective. So I understand it from uh, Xhaka's perspective, you know. It's the second game in a row that he's being booed off, and being booed off by your own fans, it's like, it is kind of a... It's like a... It's a big deal, like, that, that kind of hurt. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, I do have some sympathy with Xhaka there. I understand how he has made the scapegoat for a lot of the issues that happen in Arsenal Football Club mm. simply because he's one of the first names on the team sheet, if not the first name on the team sheet. Um, so I feel like he's made a scapegoat for a lot of the issues that happen in Arsenal. Not saying that he's like some, you know, great player or something. I don't think Jack has been any... I, I am literally one of the guys that hate Jack as far as <laughs> the, the way he plays. No, I, I don't think he does does much like, yeah. at all. As far as the way he plays, the only thing you're guaranteed with him is a book in every game. <laughs> but um, literally, yeah, I understand the perspective of you know the guy is human, mm. so you can't expect him to be like uh you know indestructible and not react to certain situations. Mm. So I understand that. However, my perspective on is on it is as a club captain, you you cannot do that. Yeah, numerous incidents in one like uh one moment where it was just like wow, what just happened? Yeah. He threw the armband on the floor first. He then slowly walked off the pitch after you're drawing two two at home after being two 0 up. Understand that the fans are trying to win the game. Do you know what I mean? It's nothing personal. Even if it is personal, don't overreact to it because really and truly, all they care about is the three points. Was it an overreaction though? Because apparently he'd been receiving death threats and like um, he. It's yeah, as I said, as I said, I understand the, um, the human perspective and I try to understand Jack's perspective on it. But at the same time, uh, he's not the only professional athlete receiving death threats. Not saying that it's um, you know justifiable. I'm just saying not every athlete that responded to it like that would get criticism. And yeah. I think it's right that he's getting criticism. You know, you can't. Um, flash one off to the fans as you're going down the tunnel you can't take your tee off as you're going down the tunnel after all the stuff that you've done prior like throwing the armband on the floor yeah. all of that stuff I just think for a club captain it, it looks bad on him looks bad on the club looks bad on Emery mm. it just just think it was a just a horrible situation in general to be honest and um, yeah man horrible situation I mean um, if what's, I was... your, what's your thoughts on it yeah, yeah. If I was to give my take on it, um, like I've done a lot of thinking about it and I f- like, you know what? I see it in a different light to you. Well, not to you, but I see it in a different light. My thing is the mistake, first of all, was giving Shaka the captain's armband in the first place. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, if Shaka wasn't the captain, this obviously still would be bad, but it wouldn't be highlighted as much. Can be... I interject? Yeah, yeah, go on, go on. Uh, what other options have Arsenal really got as the captain? No, I, I, I get what you're saying, as in, 
Arsenal don't have captain material, but worst comes to worst, you give it to Aubameyang. He's proven, yeah, he's the only other guy. Exactly, he's proven that he's a he's a leader. He's proven that he can score goals and bail them out of trouble when they need to. Some at times, and he's also a world class player. Like it's let's call it for what it is. He's a world class striker. And if anything, yeah, he's the best out of a bad bunch. So he deserves the captaincy. Do you get what I'm saying? Aubameyang should have been the captain. And I blame Emery. It comes from the management. Like, why are you giving the players the choice to choose the captain? Yeah, I know it's the age of the player, but there's some decisions that will always and should always just come from the manager. The manager also knows who's the who the best leader is or the potential for a leader. Some people say, yeah, a striker shouldn't be your captain. But Kane's doing all right at Tottenham and it happens. Like you give the best player the captaincy when there's no captain material available. Do you get what I'm saying? Cool. Having said all of that, Shaka is the captain of Arsenal Football Club. So he has he has a responsibility. And it's just not to react the way he did. It's one thing for Kepler to decide that he's not coming off. Kepler is an inexperienced youngster, not excusing what he did, like disrespecting sorry like that. Fam is still wrong what he did, but at the end of the day, he's not the captain one. Aspilicueta was the one who got the stick for not telling Kepler to get off the pitch. And that's because Aspi is the captain. And Kepler was doing it for the right reasons. He was trying to trying to prove himself. Not even prove himself. He was trying to say that I'm not no, injured. But, I'm, he was trying to say I'm not injured. Do you get what I'm saying? So Sari was basically saying, "Yeah, but he's trying to he's trying to win the game by penalties." You know? Yeah, no. Put himself in the good books. It was, but I, the thing is, people forgot that Sari wasn't only just taking them off because of Caballero penalties. He used to play for City and that. But Kepa like was limping a bit. Like that's why he wanted yeah, to yeah, take yeah. him off as well. But yeah. I mean, besides the point, fam, Shaka's the captain of Arsenal and you just cannot react like that. There's people watching. If you watched um, Troops' um, interview on Arsenal Fan TV, he said, bruv, there's kids watching. There's the youngsters watching. Not just the youngsters at home, um, or not just the youngsters that have come to watch the game, but also the youngsters within the Arsenal ranks. And they're seeing mm. the captain, the main man, the, the, the guy that they're probably looking up to do that on the pitch they think they'll probably think they can do it as well as in fam mm-hmm. troop said and that's one thing that i always like hear when from a fan's point of view from a pan hey, from a fan's point of view <laughs> troop said fam every man in the stadium would love to play for arsenal or whichever club they support for just one minute to be on the pitch for just one minute to touch the ball to play football you have the privilege to play and be paid by arsenal and for Arsenal, and you go and do that. That just shows, mm. like, it's just disrespectful, bruv. At least Koscielny, who made a mockery of Arsenal, was leaving Arsenal. <laughs> like, do you get what I mean? Like, at least at least Koscielny was leaving Arsenal. This is a guy that... There's a long list of those guys. Fam, a long list. Arsenal have been cursed by their captains, either on the pitch or Trust off me, the bro. pitch. Literally. You have, you have Galas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Saka. These guys weren't good players, man. But fam, that's the besides the point. The main point is, and I'm sure you agree with me that fam, Shaka, what he did was out of order, and if, as harsh as it sounds, he deserves to be stripped of the captaincy. I don't know if you share. Yeah, man. If, if you share, it's that. inexcusable for me. For me, it's inexcusable, man. Mm. Yeah, man. It's like uh, obviously you want to be more, uh, you know, hear his response to it and see if he's um. He regrets it and things of that nature. But I think after something like that, 
He's got to be shit to the captaincy, man. Yeah. Shouldn't have had it in the first place. He shouldn't have had it in the first place, exactly. Now Emery's just added more pressure. On top of the fact that the results aren't going their way, you have to, you have to now change um, the captain that you've just assigned, the club captain that you've just assigned. You now have to change him again, like, fam, just just unnecessary pressure. And then he'll come to his press press conference and say, good evening, good evening, my players. <laughs> That's a good evening. <laughs> no, you know, man, he's so funny, like, but fam, he just needs to do better. He needs to do better. Yeah, away sure, from, he's even losing the... He's losing what? He's losing the fan base as well. As in he's losing the fan base as we speak. But even... <laughs> Literally. Even away from that now, away from that incident, two things. One, same old Arsenal. Same old Arsenal. <laughs> and, um, like, it's just inexcusable, really. But I'm tired of speaking about Arsenal and their... And just to, just to put the cheese on top, we didn't even get to the fact that they were 2 0 up at home and drew against Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, 2 0 up, drawing against Crystal Palace. It's just poor. It's just poor. But it's not even something to talk about because I'm just tired of having to spend my energy and effort discussing Arsenal Football Club and their deficiencies. Trust me, bro. Then you've got. Should we get into the, hey, the VAR incident? Yeah, the VAR incident quickly. I just think VAR right now is confusing and it's really, it really needs to be cleared up by the authorities. Like, it's, it's very confusing. Either the threshold is too high or the threshold is too low or it's, it's changing decisions that shouldn't be changed or referees. Mm. I think one of the big, like, things about VAR is, like, and what's different about it to the World Cup is that referees aren't going to the monitors to check themselves, the on-pitch referee. Mm. And that's what's annoying me. Like, they need to go and check. Do you know why, fam? It's because um, the guys that are actually doing the VAR, they're not they're not overturning calls. As you said, the threshold is ridiculously high. But then look at... So the referees, they're saying, just play on, don't worry. Everything is fine. No matter what happens, yeah, just play, just play on. on. They're they're saying, saying, the decision that you made is, is, is fine. Just, just carry on playing. You know what I mean? But then we know that the threshold is high, but then look at the foul they gave... The, they gave against Arsenal on Chambers. That shouldn't have been cool. It's, it's crazy. Like as much as I hate Joking. as much as I hate Arsenal, that's that's poor. Poor refereeing. Joking. Poor refereeing. But nah man. It is what it is, man. Alright, moving on to the annihilation that we witnessed on Friday night. <laughs> Leicester absolutely yeah. battered. Absolutely battered. I don't think there's a word that can do it Bro, justice. We all know the crime scene that we witnessed on that night. <laughs> we all know. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know hey. your thoughts on how serious Leicester are as far they, as contending they were for dialing, They were dialing Christopher Columbus and them Bro. was there, man. Fam, they had to get Bro, them out. St. Mary's was looking like a crime scene, fam. Looking like a hospital, bro. <laughs> St. Mary's. <laughs> yeah, tell me your thoughts. Like, how serious do you take Leicester after something like that? And just your thoughts generally on the game. Do you know what it is? Like, with Leicester, yeah, it's like they've been slept on. People forget that Brendan Rodgers actually almost won the Premier League. Like, he was five, five or so games from winning the Premier League. Leicester are a team that are slept on. And it's a shame, really, because, fam, this team works well they've got a very very clear system a clear identity a, a way they want to play i think the biggest revelation for me is soyunku at the back who replaced maguire 
forget all the talented players like Tielemans and Diddy, Vardy, Madison. We know what we were going to get from them. But it's, it's Soyuncu. We didn't know, a lot of people anyway, didn't know what they were going to get from him. I knew him when he had played a couple of games, but I didn't think he was going to be the player he is right now. And it's the fact that this team just works cohesively. Having said all of that, though, I do believe that Leicester will drop off the pace with one injury. Like, their team is their starting eleven. That's where it stops yeah. for me. I think that's where the buck stops. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, Vardy. If Vardy gets injured, boy, like, like that's a big injury for them. That's a big, big injury for them. So, like, as much as I, I buy into the Leicester hype and I believe that they, they can easily finish in the top four, if they have the season that they did when they won the Premier League where they didn't get any injuries at all, they can easily finish in the top four. Like, there's no reason why they can't. However, I do think one injury can derail them from the process that they're they're slowly building. To the game, to the Southampton game, they just showed ruthlessness, cutting edge. (laughs) Like they said, fam, we're going to get this knife, stick it in you, twist it, push it in a bit more and then take it out. Like they were not taking any chances with the killing of Southampton. Jaggy Dedges shank, fam. Jaggy Dedges. As in... For real, like they they really, despite the te- like, I don't even care if you go down to ten men. As a as a man, you do not lose nine nine nil, nil bro. You, you, you do At not home. lose nine nil. That's almost a goal every ten minutes. <laughs> that is a goal every ten minutes, <laughs> fam. You can't you can't be doing that. It, that is a goal every ten. Even look <laughs> at my maths; it's all over the place because of um, nine nil, fam. Like you just can't be losing. 9-0. As a f- professional football player, I'm sorry, in the Premier League, it's just disappointing. And Ralph Hassan Hootle, I think that's how mm-hmm. you say his name, um, needs to take a good look at himself because I, I do genuinely like him as a manager. I like his ideas. I believe if he had the Southampton teams of the past, he could have done a very, very good job. But this Southampton team is, let me say, a team waiting to go down. Like They're, go- they're going that's down. That's literally what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, you, re- you, you tell me what you think. Yeah, man. You made most of the points, but as we said, man, it was just Southampton showed no pride, fam. At home, you lose 9 0, bro. And the thing is, uh, I hear your point about Hassan Hudu, but in the post game, he actually took responsibility. He said, listen, uh, it's on me. Like, anytime you get back yeah. the way we did, I'll, I'll take the walk of the blame kind of thing. And um, he made some, some naive mistakes, fam. When they went down to 10 men, he tried to stay with the same system that they had. Bow, three quick goals. Bow, I think, and then bow. Before you know it, five nil at half time. After yeah. that, it was a wrap. And yeah. then uh, Jamie Vardy came to the party, and it was over. Madison with that crazy free kick, as you said, man. Yeah. Leicester showed some serious, serious cutting edge. And for me, based on their their form to start the season, their caliber of players, and putting on a performance like that away from home, for me, they're top four side, man. And it's literally yeah. between. Um, Arsenal or Chelsea about who's going to slip up and not make it. Because for me, Leicester, they're, they're proving themselves to be a serious, serious team. Especially when the the, um, the competition around them is weak. Spurs aren't what they were. Man United are poor. Arsenal still flip-flopping. And Chelsea, you know, they've been good by the end of the day. They're being carried by a bunch of young players. And I don't know if they can be relied on over a 38-game season. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. for me, Leicester are going to get top four, man. And um, Bren- Brendan Rodgers, yeah. very impressive job that he's doing over there. Very impressive job. That's 
that's not even a wild statement to, to say that they they can or will make the top four because I genuinely believe that um, besides Chelsea, who are the next team like trying to take over mm. their position, a third place, there's like Leicester have got the consistency, as in that team has been together, that core has been together. They've added a couple of players here and there, plugged a mm. few holes. You've got two fullbacks in Ricardo Pereira and Ben Chilwell, who are like literally revelations. Literally. Like they're they're very very solid fullbacks. You've got a nice DM in and Diddy who knows nice his role, quality, does his quality job. DM in and Diddy. Exactly knows his role, does his job. You've then got. Madison Tielemans, who are given the license to roam, creative freedom by ben, Brendan Rodgers. And it just reminds me of the team that he once had at Liverpool, where um, you had Sterling, Suarez, Sturridge, just players who can express That's themselves and be free. Yeah. Players who can just express themselves and be free. So I'm, I'm really impressed with Leicester, man. I'm really impressed. But um, in saying that, Leicester are in third, like in Third place, in, um, yeah. Third place. And um, could be argued that United should be in third place <laughs> before the season started. Before the season started, we were saying United should be making the top four. Uh, you know, uh, things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatically. Things have changed. We're now in seventh place, which is, you know, quality, considering where we were prior. We were... we were Better than, better than where you were. Bro, we, we were approaching relegation zone. We were in a relegation battle, basically. Yeah. So let me let me let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, Man United, obviously, we've gotten onto Ole, and we've grilled him for not having a system and a uh, no identity and so on and so forth. However, is there an argument to be made that Ole has suffered from a number of injuries to key first team players? Is there? No, an argument? I think. That that's the reason why he's Yeah, see, that's well. where I disagree with you. I agree okay. that, you know, there's an argument to be made as far as um not having our big players has cost us a lot of points. Not having Paul Pogba, which is basically our only good midfielder, and not having Marshall, obviously, you know, that that's big, huge. But um still at the same time, it's still no excuse to be as poor as we have been, man. We have been shoddy. Like, can't put up a good performance. Rashford played well for once, but before that, he was horrible. Uh, everyone was just bad. Like We couldn't score more than one goal in a game. We were just a bad team, to be honest. And there's no excuse for that as far as Oli goes. But, um, yeah, man. Considering the game, you know, where we are now, I'm happy with that. Quality game from the lads. Marshall, happy to see him back. Playing well again. Developing that chemistry with um, Rashford and Dan James. Rashford... Quality game from him. We need to see more of that. If I'm just going to interject here, hey, I, I wish you, the viewers, I wish you, the viewers, could see my boy's face right now, man. He just sounds so dejected <laughs> and so... <laughs> Bro, because I'm saying... Time, if you hear like, the words that are coming out of my mouth, I'm saying I'm happy that we're in seventh place, bro. I'm happy that we're, we're, out, of, we're out of a relegation battle. Those are the standards yeah, that Manchester United Football Club are working with right now, bro. But yeah, man, like, even besides that, like, it's a bit, it's still a bit general. I want to get, like, an inside, 
like an inside look into the tactics and what's actually going wrong with United because obviously this 3-0 win was obviously good and against a, a good team in Norwich yeah but like there's but been some like Norwich have been poor for, for like a month now for yeah recently yeah 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 but there's there's been some tactical ineptitude on the on the part of Ole and like what is it like what is wrong what's not working Fam, it's it's, it's not evident what he's trying to do. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no uh, plan. We can't see the ideas that he's trying to develop. I know yeah. and my, my stance is always, you know, it's tough to, to implement, not to implement a plan, but it's, it's tough to expect results when uh, you haven't got the soldiers. You know what I mean? If you haven't got the men mm. that can execute what you want to do, then it's hard. But at the same time, there's no excuse to actually not uh, at least provide some symptoms of what you're trying to do. When he first came in, we were pressing the ball high, showing high energy, winning the ball back in the right areas of the pitch so that our, our weaknesses aren't emphasised. You got what I mean? Even Mourinho says yeah. it repetitively. We struggle to, to break down teams that sit back in low blocks. Yeah. So obviously winning the ball higher up the pitch allows us to 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 get rid of that. Do you know what I'm saying? allows us to get... On the on the front foot quicker, but um, yeah. yeah, man, I think like even defensively, we've just been a bit suspect. And but isn't that isn't that the reason why you spent so much money on the players that you bought? Yeah, obviously, obviously, obviously. But um, we're still trying to find our, our best back forward. To be fair, because I still have two and Zabi over Lindelof. Luke Shaw's been injured for about a month now. Aaron Bissaka's only just coming back from injury. And even Maguire, fam, he's been a bit sticky. He was getting twisted and turned uh, in Europa League. I think it was Europa League. But, um, yeah, man, uh, you know, it was a good game against Norwich. Very good game. Very good result. Yeah. Um, neat, uh, necessary. Neat, like, very, very necessary result. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next game, away at Bournemouth. So, another tough game. Mm-hmm. But expecting us to, to build on what we've done, to be honest. Still... Got some confidence now, so um, yeah, man, definitely looking forward to to the Bournemouth game, and hopefully now that Marshall's back, you know, we're getting players back little by little, we can see more of what uh, Oli wants to do. Whether he's going to go back to 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 what we were on prior, or you know, introduce some new things, things of that nature. But either way, we want to see that we're playing good football, like. If you watch the Norwich game, bloody hell, we were winning the ball in the right places. That That's what stood out to me. We were winning the yeah. ball back high up on the pitch and that made uh, Norwich have some glaring holes. If you saw the um, the Rashford goal, then we win the ball high up the pitch. Maguire, one pass, but we're already in their half and their back four is non-existent, basically. It looks like a back two. Yeah. One pass um, through... Bow, uh, I think it was to Marshall. Marshall drops it back to Dan James. Bow, Dan James straight into Rashford. Rashford one-on-one with the keeper. That's two free passes from our box mm. to their box. Do you know what I mean? If we can see that more often, then fair. That, 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 that's what we, we know what we're trying to aim for. But we obviously yeah. need to see more evidence of what, you know, what we're trying to do. But um, yeah, man, hopefully we can get the confidence back and just build on that Norwich result, man. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, Rashford, very, very impressive game from him, man. The only downfall, obviously, they didn't convert the pens along with Marshall. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, very impressive uh, performance from the lads, man. Happy with them. But um, speaking of another impressive performance, mm. you guys go on the road, 
put on a show once again. Tell me, that's another. Tell me about that, man. What's your thoughts? That's another. Um, I think that's four away wins on the trot in the league, where we've put over three goals in as well. Trust me. So um, Chelsea right now is, is and that's I mean, a tough game, bro. That's a tough game. But Burnley away turf more is one of the hardest places to I'm go. I'm telling you, no one wants to go. It's like it's like an away day at Stoke. No, that's the new, that is a way there at Stoke, fam. Wet, yeah, but wet like, rainy Tuesday night in Stoke. Exactly, fam. The thing about Chelsea team here is that right now, I wouldn't even call it a honeymoon period because we started rough. So, like, this has been this has been the product or there's evidence that there's been work put into this team. Mm. He's trained them, he's coached them, he's, he's doing something right. And I really love the way Frank Lampard has understood each player and is getting the best out of every single player. Yeah, Kovacic sure. is someone that's shine, shining out to me because Sarri was a bit confused. He wanted Kovacic to be a goal scorer, wanted him to get into the box, score goals. Lampard realises that Kovacic actually has um, he's very technical and has, can drive. So he's the link between defence and midfield. He can get the ball from Jorginho, drive and then feed it off to the players who can do the damage. Mm. You've got Mount. Mount allows formation flexibility. We can play him in the 10. We can play him in the 8. We can play him out wide. He's shown that he could, like, he can play anywhere and we can change formation because of Mount. Do you get what I'm saying? We can, we're just flexible, fluid. Willian, out of an experienced player, he can easily switch off because he's playing with youngsters. He can think he's better than everyone else, but he's getting the best out of Willian. Tammy, it goes without saying, 10 Premier League games, 8 Premier League goals, doing his thing in the Premier League, his first big season, his first season as number one striker for a big team. And he's he's showing his worth, Jorginho. I've been one of his like biggest praises. I I was even screaming from last season that people weren't seeing the role he was doing. I was saying he was getting exposed, and that's because of Sarri's tactics. Mm. And he didn't understand that he needed to adapt the register role in the Premier League. You need to protect mm. your register. You know what Jorginho's <laughs> weakness is. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Register, you're mad. But you know what? You know, FM you know, register. You know, like FM fam, <laughs> get me. But um you know what his role is in the team and you know what his weaknesses are and yet you're not like you're not stopping teams from exposing his weaknesses. Do you get what I'm saying? And Lampard is doing that. Then you now have Fikayo, Fix, Tomori, Beast, <laughs> centre-back. That's my guy. Did you see that tackle he made on Jay Rodriguez? Fam, clutch, clutch. Clutch tackle. If we kept a clean sheet, that would have, like... Heightened that tackle even more. Speak to me. Uh, speak to me a bit more about Tomori because couple man ain't sold on him still. Well, those <laughs> man need to. Those man need to go drink a bottle or something. To get what I mean, because like I don't understand what people want him to do. I don't know if they want him to be perfect. He's he's what twenty one, going to be twenty two. This is the first time he's playing in the Premier League. His first season. He, he you don't win Derby Player of the Season as a loanee. By accident, there's no way that doesn't just happen. Like you, it's not by luck or by chance. Mm. And you're the centre back. You, you, you're the centre back. So you don't win that by chance. Mm. Against Ajax, he was outstanding. No doubt, Tomori has mistakes in him. But why can't we? Why isn't he allowed to make mistakes? That's my thing. Yeah, no one's perfect. He's young. Yeah. No one's perfect, and we're in the top four because of him. I'm telling you, it's because of him. Because we were conceding goals left, right, and centre when he wasn't in the back four. And at least now it's been re- like the goals we conceded the minimal. We went on a three game clean sheet run. So it's like, fam, we are conceding less goals, not Premier League in all competitions. 
So we're, we're conceding le- less goals and it's like, now he's stepping into the mode of a great centre-back. Fam, that away win at Ajax, I can't stress enough, that's such a big win yeah, for, for, sure. for those young players. Seeing what Ajax did last year in the Champions League and then for those Chelsea players to go to that team and then do what they did away at Ajax, it's just brilliant to see, man. And I'm just really happy with this Chelsea team and hopefully moving forward, they can continue to build and Lampard can continue to grow strong. Got a shout out Pulisic, man. Talk to me about Pulisic. 100%, man. 100%. I was even going to get there. Pulisic, it's not been easy for him. Obviously, with the with the price he's come at, everyone was expecting big things. The, the annoying thing I have, the thing I want to stress to the Chelsea fan base is because they were moving mad. They were saying, Lampard, you need to play Pulisic. You're doing this, this and that. Fam, he's taking his time. Look what Klopp did with Fabinho. What he did with... Um, what he did with um, ah, there was another player he did it with. He tried to do it with Naby Keita, but Naby Keita had injuries. No, it's not even that he didn't really bang. He's just had injuries, and it's, it's been stop start for him. No, he's been dead but, still. I can't lie. I, I, yeah, I, I hear you. Like I've been one of his biggest critics because he's, he came with a huge reputation, mm. and they bought him in January for the clock to buy you in January, and like say we're ready for you to come next season. He must have a lot of faith. Sam, in you me. know what? Um, I deep yeah, for me. Oxley Chamberlain, uh, he's making a claim that he should be in that starting eleven, fam. Because he is, yeah, like, yeah, he's definitely. like a, he's a firecracker, fam. You never know what you're gonna get from that. Donald. What you could get from him, yeah, yeah. One yeah, game, he can, he's like a game winner. He can win you a game. Yeah, but at the same no, time, I do you see know, that. He's, he's, a, he's volatile. Yeah, in terms of him being a liability, like on the pitch, exactly. Not, not his attitude, but his like tactical awareness and yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. And just what you can but expect yeah. on a game to game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, like I was saying, man, Pulisic thought he w- like everyone was saying he's not in the frame. He's lost. Um, he's lost. Um, he's lost. Um, what's it called? <laughs> faith in him. Lampard's lost faith in him. Mm. But um, Lampard always had faith in him. And Pulisic even said that he said, "Fam, if you train hard and you show me that you deserve to be in the lineup when I put you in the time that you play, then." I'll put I'll play for him to drop Hudson Odoi and play Pulisic, show it on balls, and he was rewarded. Does he start next game? Next Premier League game, one thousand percent. And who who's benched? Hudson Odoi sits on the bench again. I think either William or Hudson Odoi sits on the bench. Like Pulisic is the number one winger right now. You don't drop a winger who just scores scored a hat trick. Do you get what I mean? No, I you agree, just can't. I agree. But I reckon um, I reckon fam sit William on the bench and let the yeah William can William could sit. William could sit because the next game <laughs> I hope you haven't forgotten is Carabao Cup against United oh no I'm not t- I'm talking about Premier League game but as far as Carabao Cup I don't see is Tammy Abraham starting yeah, it's not, it'll be Bashawai it'll be Bashawai yeah yeah it'll be, it won't be the it won't be the first team for both teams but I feel I like I reckon Hudson Odoi will start though yeah because he didn't play in the last yeah, game exactly. he, didn't, he didn't he didn't start the last game Hudson Odoi will start Reese James will start us yeah, man, we can't the, even turn to anyone to be honest. Who can we turn to? Maybe yeah, Green. I think maybe maybe Greenwood. Yeah, yeah. You have no one to turn but to. But no, man. Fam, it is what it is anyway. But Pulisic really impressed with him, and like, um, like this Chelsea team can move forward. Yeah, let me shout out Lamps. Yeah, let me shout out Lamps, and I just want to show him some some love as far as his uh. Man management. Remember, we we yeah. cited that earlier on in the season, saying 
He's already got a relationship with some of the players. He already knows yeah. um the players know him as obviously arguably the greatest player to ever wear Chelsea colours and yeah, those things are coming to fruition as far as their play on the pitch. Uh, you can yeah. see that he's uh he's putting each player in the position to be successful. And exactly. uh, yeah, man, it's just refreshing to see that um considering this is it's his first year managing the Premier League. You know, we can always come up with excuses as far as, uh, you know, oh, it's his first year or so-and-so and this, but really and truly, fam, you can get results. It's just about finding a way. Yeah. And some people can do it quicker than others. And Lamps, yeah, man, he's doing bits right yeah. now, so shout out Lamps. But yeah, I mean, it's only right, 10th episode, that we speak about the NBA and how it started so far. Let's start with our team, the Lakers. What have you thought? Fam, yeah, let's start the NBA season, fam. It's a big moment, you know? <laughs> NBA is back, has man. a has a serious, serious place in my heart. So yeah. I'm happy that the season is back. Happy that we get to, you know, enjoy some NBA on a nightly basis. And yeah. um, as you said, moving on to the Lakers. Um, I think we've been good, man. We played three games, lost yeah. opening night to the Clippers. Uh tough game. I think they defended us well. And uh, I don't, I, I don't yeah. even think it was. I don't even think it was a lot to do with that. I think it was more the fact that the Lakers just didn't have a sound offense. Do you get what I mean? That wasn't yeah. a consistent offense, and that's what I got from the game anyway. Because fair enough, yes, the Clippers. Of course, we always knew that they were going to be outstanding defensively, but mm. people are moving like the Lakers got blown out. Like it was wild, and like trust me, bro. Nothing yeah. Like that. So I mean, LeBron was poor. He had a poor game. The poor, the, the poor. box score, even though the box score wasn't terrible, it, it flattered to deceive. So, bro, um, deep it. Uh, LeBron and AD combined for two points in the fourth. In the fourth quarter, quarter. that's and what lost only, the game. And they only lost by ten. Yeah, that's what lost the game. Do you know what I'm not saying? Is they only lost by ten, and LeBron and AD combined for two points in the fourth quarter. I think Lakers had like seventeen points in the fourth quarter, fam. Yeah, exactly. And you only so. lost by ten. Like that's not a. Uh, you would expect them to get blown out with numbers like that. Yeah. But um, then again, they played the Jazz a couple of days after. The Jazz game was good. Yeah. Uh, who stood out? Yeah, LeBron had a big game. Yeah, he dropped 30 in that game. Yeah, like 32. I think he yeah. had like 10 assists, 7 rebounds, something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think he, he deep that uh, it can't, he can't, go to AD too much. Do you know what I'm saying? And yeah. if you're going to go to AD early, he has to be there to close out in the second yeah. half. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he showed up in the second half. Uh, Mike Conley, he has got off to a horrible start this season, boy. Oh, wow. His shooting has been all over the place. <laughs> he can't hit a shot. I think he's like uh, like two for, for like 18 or something. Yeah. So crazy I'm a, like that. I think, I think he got... I think that that tally has increased though, but like it's, his shooting has just been, let's use the word gazy. Like it's just been all over the place. <laughs> no, he's been bad to start the year. But um, lastly, last last night I think it was or yeah, whenever they played the Hornets, yeah. tough game in the first half, and then uh, they just closed it out exactly defensively took over in the second half. Do you know what's impressed me though? Dwight Howard. Oh my days. You knew, you knew. (laughs) Dwight Howard. And the way they've used him and what he's done since he's been on the court. He's playing for playoff minutes, basically. This regular No, literally, literally. He's playing playing for playoff playoff minutes. minutes. And he's outplayed Javel so far. 100%. 100%. 
100%. Another spark plug that you, I know you must be aware of. Caruso. Troy Daniels. Oh, you even saying Caruso. No, I'm Troy saying, Daniels. I already, Troy Daniels is going to be the secret. <laughs> it's going to be the secret sniper, man. Fam, you know what Troy Daniels is? Troy Daniels is like a... I don't want to compare him to JR, but he's similar to JR. Yeah, yeah. I get, I get where you are. When I he get gets it. hot, it is mad. <laughs> like he'll hot. be chucking up shots. Some crazy tough shots and he'll be making them. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I was even listening to one interview. LeBron said how they uh, they basically practiced together once and Troy Daniels didn't miss a free the whole practice. And That's he, crazy. He, he nicknamed him uh, Layup. So anytime he shoots a free, it's like a layup for him. Yeah, literally. But um, nah. yeah, man, still early for the, for our squad, but yeah. things are looking good. You know, we got a nice, kind schedule yeah. to start the season, so we're expecting a big time start. But um, yeah, man, big time start. Uh, man. Yeah, Clippers. It's been good to start the year. yeah Clippers. Moving on to the Clippers, they played well. Apart from getting blown up by the Suns, yeah, which was—I mean, it was more—it was more to do with like, I think it's just like the Suns are that team because I was listening to Jalen Rose and he was basically saying how the Suns are that team that Jalen Rose is my guy, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he <laughs> because they're coached so well, they will have surprise victories here and there. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, they they look like a solid team, and that's what that's what they won that game. Blew out the Clippers without DeAndre Ayton. Exactly, Devin Booker was bullying uh, um, Patrick Beverly. Yes, hitting shots over him and Kawhi. Devin Booker was bullying. Yeah, he was he bored out still. Um, yeah, I think that sounds team fam. They brought in Rubio, so I think he's going to be a nice addition. So they're going to be a lot better than than they were last year. Yeah, but, I think um, the the A and lost the twenty five games is a lot true, of games. True, true, it's true, a big true, loss, true. big deal. But yeah. um, Clippers, yeah, they started the season well. Lou will looking like a machine as usual. Yeah, yeah. Montrez, he's looking like a beast. Kawhi is obviously bowling. Kawhi has got his assist game up as well. Yeah, yeah, seeing that. I think yeah, he's yeah, like top yeah. five in the league in assists right now. Yeah. I that's like like I said, I don't want to look too much into the standings right now. Anyway, let's give it yeah, to about sure. week five, and then we can have a good picture. No, 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 not standings, not yet. It's too early for standings. Yeah, too early. But um, lastly, you know the Warriors. Uh, wow, yeah, man. Yeah, listen. Like the Warriors are all over the place right now. Draymond Green is having to come out every game and say that they suck every game. Bro, like, Draymond, Draymond said, uh, you know, I, I knew it'd be bad, but I didn't know it'd be this. Bad. <laughs> we are bloody shit. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, Draymond was he, he was, he looked like he wanted he to cry. He wasn't holding anything back. <laughs> Even Steve Kerr from um, one uh, post game, he was asked, oh, are you looking forward to the next game so you can make up for the loss? He was like, uh, I'm looking forward to the, to the beer I got in my locker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's literally what he said. That that but, um, type re- response, fam. Even uh, I was watching uh, the jump. They said that the the points that the the Warriors have given up and that they've lost by is the worst start to two games in in NBA in the last five thirty five years. Crazy, as far as um the margin of loss. They've been blown out two consecutive Twice. games, bro. They were down by thirty five. By half time against the OKC Thunder, they're 
defense right now is scary bad. That they can't stop anybody. And if it's Steph, the, the loss of Steph Clay. is supposed to be a Steph is supposed to be a, a carrier. I'm not seeing it, bro. Do you know what's the prob- What the problem is though is that the Warriors now they they're putting players like Curry and Russell in the pick and roll. They're walking into like blocks, like blocks of men, like standing <laughs> so- solid walls, and they can't do anything about it. Do you get what I mean? And yeah, it's just like. You. They, there's nothing they can do. They just don't have big players. Like one thing you deep is that who's their big man? Like it's, they're all it's, uh, they're all hurt. Yeah, Lee like, Stone, Looney. That right now they're throwing out uh, Marquis Chris. Yeah, and um, Spellman. And that's just like, <laughs> I mean, I did tell you though. I told you off the mic that the Warriors are now the victims of their own success. Like three years at the top, they've lost KD. They lost obviously Clay to injury, and then obviously due to offering, uh, due to Curry having D-Lo. the super super max, you got D'Lo who's D-Lo, got paid. D'Lo max, bro. If you actually Draymond, keep it, yeah, they're paying they're paying four players the max. No one yeah. else is playing. Uh, actually, you know, I think Philly are paying four players the max actually, but four players the max. You know how much that is? That's what yeah. you have no depth. No depth at all. Literally, I think their best player off the bench is. Robinson, I don't even know his name. Robinson the third. No, he starts, which is even scary. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He starts right now. At, like small forward. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, like, it's crazy. They're just in a in a bit of a pickle right now. No, it's worse than a pickle, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't. Certain man was screaming. We need to have a word with Josh and Leon, man. <laughs> no, not even we. I need to have a word with those guys because when I said Warriors will finish seventh seed, man was like seven. <laughs> yeah man we can have that discussion man they'll definitely be back man yeah for sure because uh we're gonna need to um you know rehash some of the things that were said yeah no nah, definitely man definitely yeah for sure but um just want to give a shout out to to a few ballers mm. that started the season on fire shout out trey young Trey Young been balling. Dropped yeah, he's like been doing 30, his team. 37, 30. Yeah, he's been balling. And they got two wins. Yeah. Tough teams as well. I think it's Detroit and someone else, like Indiana or something like that. But um, who else I want to shout out? Miami Heat. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn. Undrafted Kendrick Nunn. rookie. Leading them in scoring. Yeah, he's doing his thing. I can't lie to you. You were the one who pointed him out to me. Bro, he's, he's balling out. It's insane. Undrafted rookie, fam. It's crazy. Leading the team and scoring. That is no joke. You don't even hear that often. Yeah, fam, you really you never hear, hear that. that. You never Especially hear that. Especially on a good team. Yeah, the, I mean, the Heat are decent. Like, they're good. Fam, once they get Jimmy back, the Heat are going to be a top five seed, fam. Yeah, in the East, definitely. Literally. And uh, lastly, shout out one more. Shout out Bam and Bayo. Back, back at the heat. He's doing his thing as well. I can't lie Bro, to you. Balling right now, balling, doing it all. But um, yeah, man. Let's wrap it up. It's I mean, it's a been a terrific it's... episode of Eyes on the Ball today. Nah, I've loved every minute, man. Number 10, 10th episode. Like, fam, we made it. We made it, Mama. I made it. <laughs> Get me? Hey, we made it. <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, yeah as you said man episode 10 we were able to touch on a, a few things you know touch on a, some football stuff some NBA stuff 
Yeah, and definitely going forward in the future, like we're just trying to make sure that we expand our scope. We've got an NFL segment coming to you very soon, very soon, very soon. And we're definitely trying to cover more sports as well. So for sure, man, for sure. Yeah, just keep keep checking, keep checking for us, man, and keep the views, keep the views. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, man. (laughs) Trust, but um, yeah, fam, we're entering, we're literally entering the meat of the the sports season. If you go, yeah, yeah, um, the Premier League is going to its stride soon. It's going to touch Christmas period. Yeah, then we got um the NBA just starting getting warm. And the NFL season, midway through the NFL season. So, more than enough content to touch on. And, uh, yeah, man, we're happy that we're able to give you guys our takes. And we'd like you to do the same, you know. Give us a shout on the Twitter. Give us a comment in the reviews. Yeah. Just let us know your thoughts regarding anything that's going on. To be- Hey, shout out um the England rugby team who beat the All Blacks. Yeah. Cause that's a that's a major move right there. The World major Cup. achievement in the World Cup semi-finals. Now they're straight on to the finals. Exactly. So, but yeah, good luck, good luck, good luck, England, isn't it? Trust me, bro. But yeah, no. Trust me. We'll see you on the next episode. Happy, happy tenth EOTB. <laughs> we out. Happy tenth EOTB. Amen. <laughs>